what's with me? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast, the gateway new rock and metal music, and it's the podcast that's inspiring young rock and metal fans to discover new music and to find a place where they can connect with others and feel like they belong. Hey, everybody, we're into April already, and the conversation we have today, this is, this is probably the best conversation we've had so far this year. We've had some incredible conversations, let me tell you, but this one around happiness minds everything when it comes to oh my dear god I, I cannot wait to share this one with you so let's just get into it with our sponsor today's podcast which is phoenix fitness so of course you guys know what's one of my favorite things to do go to concerts why do i go to concerts i love going to those they make me feel so happy so i gotta make sure that i'm you know able to do what i want to do go from the beginning of the show from the first band to the end of the show, last band no breaks in between so i gotta be mosh pits fit yeah so how do I get mosh pits feet? Yeah. So I'm in the gym constantly lifting weights, doing a lot of cardio. I'm doing like 25, three minute sauna sessions, you know, just getting ready for the heat and all that good kind of stuff, especially with summer coming up, you know, no passing out this time, which I almost did last year, but I can make sure I'm also preparing right and recovering right for my body to make sure that I can continue to do this on a day in and day out basis. And that's where Phoenix fitness comes in because they may, they may have, ah, they have made different products and supplements to help you achieve your fitness goals or get mosh pit fit yeah so what do they do they have different supplements like different types of pre-workout both sim and sim free i use sim free stuff because ah, i don't need any more energy than i do right now uh they also have different types of bcaa recovery compounds to help you absorb nutrients into the muscles after your workout they also have different types of creatine to help you build the muscle and also different types of protein blends to help you build the muscle from collagen blends plant-based blends whey blends i use their whey base uh, chocolate malt flavored protein because there's good stuff for my tummies. They also have different types of multivitamins and literally anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals and get to my fit. Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners get 20% off using the code CPP20 at FNX at the comic strips of the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Come get my fit with us. Now in our future presentation, we have Dusty Grant here on the podcast and... <laughs> I already said in the beginning, man, this is just positivity, happiness, success up. Oh my God. This is one of the best conversations you're going to hear all year. So let's just get into it. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. I want to give another big, big, big thank you, Mr. Joe Alfano, because he has brought us so many great artists. He's helped bring you so many great artists to this podcast. And this is another one right now. This guy's brand new single, as of like maybe like two weeks ago before we, you know, shot this, called Sinking Further, is out now for you guys to go and check out. And if you like that hard rock kind of style, you're going to enjoy this. So please welcome all the way from Kansas, Mr. Dusty Grant to the podcast. So Dusty, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. Hey man, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I was stoked when Joe hooked us up, man. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm very happy to have you because usually every time I get uh, anybody from Joe, when it, in terms of, I mean, I've had like maybe about 15 or 16 now people that Joe have sent my way. Every time he sends me someone, I know it's going to be good quality. I know the conversation is going to be great. All I have to do is just check out the music ahead of time. Right when I heard Sinking Further, I'm just like, yep, we're doing this. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's been doing good, man. It's, it's been doing better than pretty much anything I've put out so far. And I've actually had a little bit less invested in promotion. I've been doing like more organic promotion on this release than any other that I've done so far. Um, but it seems to be tracking really well so far. Like for me, um, you know, I'm not sitting here hitting 50,000 streams in the first week or anything like that. But all the numbers that I'm seeing in comparison with other releases so far are indicating that people like us kind of going down the heavier, the heavier wormhole, which is what we seem like we're going to keep doing. So. Interesting. So now when you say more organic stuff in terms of trying to do like outreach on social media, outreach and marketing in order to get this song out there, what have you been doing in that aspect? Because I have seen a good number of bands kept kind of gone, you know, that guerrilla marketing style, just focusing on the organic stuff. And I've seen those that have really gone in headstrong with it and have put all their effort into it. I've seen it pay a lot of dividends. So what have you been doing in that front? Uh, on that front, the biggest thing that I've been getting into is like being really consistent um, whether or not I whether or not I have music out or not or new music, I'm always promoting something. I'm always if I have 30 minutes to sit down, I'll be like, hey, guys, here's our Spotify. Go follow us or I'll post a funny picture or just post a rant, you know, whatever it is. 
Um, and then I've been very diligent with like short form video, mm-hmm. trying to build my TikTok, trying to build reels, trying to build shorts, all that kind of stuff. And that's paid off significantly. Uh, I still do some targeted ads because I'm good at that. And that's like mm-hmm. one of my specialties is I run ads and I, I, for a while I was running ads for other bands as well. Um, but I, I've got, I've kind of blended more of my organic approach. Like I've leaned in a little heavier on that this time around and a little less on um, all the targeted ads. And I don't do any of the playlisting stuff, anything like that, because honestly, I think a lot of that is snake oil. And I think that it just, all it does is it creates big numbers and they're not necessarily real for, for some of these guys. Oh, I've even, I've seen that. And I've kind of experienced that myself in a way where it was, working with some of and I saw some of my streaming numbers on the audio form. I saw them go up. I'm like, this is great. And at the end of the 2022, I'm like, you know what? Let's see what the retention is. And I just saw it fall off a cliff. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. That's a, that's kind of a come to Jesus moment for yourself right there. But what you're talking about by doing more of the organic style reach as well, especially focusing on the short form kind of content. That's something that of course is what we're seeing really popular. I've been doing a lot more of that myself as well. And that has been more of a positive hit, but it does take a lot of time. And there is a lot of, you know, a lot of energy and effort that get, gets put into it. And it's all, sometimes it, I even get this stuck in myself too. And you might be the same way where it feels like it's, you know, kind of like a chore. It feels like we're doing this over and over and over oh, yeah. again. But recently I had Casey Cavalier from the band, The Wonder Years on the podcast. And he was talking all about this stuff. And he said, think of, you know, content creation as an extension of your art, as an extension of your music. It's just a way to extend yourself and be, you know, out there in a completely different realm to get people in your music. Think of it as extension to that avenue. I, I agree. And it's like, I I hear artists saying it all the time and they're constantly complaining about like, we have to be artists. We have to be promoters. We have to be this. We have, And I hear people complaining about it. And I'm like, dude, you can sit around and complain about it or you can do something about it. Right now, while you're sitting here complaining, you could be making a video. You know, you could be posting about your music. You could be doing things like that, like don't make complaining your identity, get out there and start promoting your stuff. You know, there's sometimes I don't have a lot of time to do something, but I can be sitting down here just checking my Spotify numbers and I could take my phone and be like, here I am independent artist checking my Spotify numbers again and just post it. And it's like, boom, that it's done. Or, you know, make an hour before you sit down to rehearse or something like that to batch like three or four good Mm -hmm. videos and then string them out over time when you have, you know, when you have time to post them, I mean, there's, there's ways to make it work. And I honestly believe the artists that are, that are really buying into the organic promotion approach are going to, I think it's going to pay dividends because, uh, you know, I know that the the market is super saturated, but there's, there's enough pie out there for all of us. If you get out there and you promote right and you target the right kind of people, because we all have different kinds of audiences. It's like, I've made tons of new friends, new fans, new people all over the place just by getting on TikTok because a friend of mine was like, dude, you're a musician. You're trying to grow your stuff. Get on there and quit being shy and just start being yourself and start learning it and posting and learning and posting and learning. And like, I'm learning it now. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. My streams went up by a thousand in a day because I had a TikTok that got 175,000 views. You know, that, that kind of stuff happens. Like, okay, well, I want to hit another home run. I'm going to keep making videos. You know, that it's just a, you, you have to promote it and you have to be willing to just keep pouring into it. It's frustrating, but what are you going to do? I can understand the frustrating part of it as well because it does take a lot of time. I'm going to use like kind of from like your aspect, like with TikTok as well, because I've been trying to do that for a while, like for trying to figure out what was going to be the right way to go about it. My main key was, I know, especially for music, that's where all the attention is. That's where all the attention is, especially from a younger demographic, where that's where they're discovering a bunch of new music. They're hearing these little clips of it, and then they're going to the streaming service. Then they're going to Spotify, Apple Music. They're going to YouTube, and then they're checking out the song that way because they're hearing that little snippet of it, just like what we saw with Catch Your Breath and Dial Tone. We saw with Bad Omens and Just Pretend, and we're going to continue to see that happen over and over and over again. So from your aspect, it's, you know, your friends say get on there because you're a musician because that's where the attention is. And I've seen that happen as well with some of my stuff. I had uh, James from the band Thousand Below on, and you were talking about the Bad Omens tour. And I had two TikToks from there that one ended up hitting almost 30,000 views, one hit almost 20,000. And it got that episode a lot more traction because now there's more interest on there. And then the comments that started flooding into those videos. And this is something I want to see where, if you, where your take on this is. When you see those comments on the video, that's fantastic. That's engaging. When you see those happen, what is your first instinct? Because for me, it's 
I got to comment back. I got to create that interaction. I, I, I always, re- I always respond. Um, I people like even the people in my band are like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Why do you like, you will respond. I, I went through YouTube and you responded to like all 287 <laughs> comments. I'm like, Cause I appreciate all 287 of them people that took the time to say, Hey, this is dope. Hey, whatever it is. I mean, I respond to negative shit. I, I don't care. And I leave the comments up there because mm-hmm. I don't care. Thanks for triggering the algorithm for me. I'm on to the next one, bro. You know, like, I don't give a shit at all. I'll be like, hey, thanks for stopping by and shedding your light on all of us today. Blah, blah, blah. And then I just move on to the next one. But it's like, I I respond to everything because you're right. That engagement and like, you're building a, if you're building an organic following, people can tell. You can see when you post stuff, you have people interacting because they're used to interacting with you and they don't think you're like, somebody's manager posting for them or something like that. Like people are like, damn, these dudes actually reply. These dudes actually care about what we think. These dudes will actually come out and hang out with us at the show. Mm -hmm. These guys, you know, like, so it's just, it's, you're building your community. And I mean, that's part of it. If you're not, if you're not willing to build your, like, what are you doing? If you're not trying to build your community, if you're on social media, I mean, you should be trying to build your community, building your engagement. And, you know, none of us are big enough to the point where, we can just say, I'm not going to respond to people anymore. You know, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't believe that because none of us are too busy to respond to people that are showing interest in something. We're trying to get them to show interest in, you know? Yeah. And even like some of the bigger artists too, when, you know, at times I understand where they can't get to everybody due to the fact that there is so many people that might be trying to get to them. But for any artist, you know, small, middle, large, if you have the time to do that, any kind of those responses, that can make so much more of an impact, not only in your community, but on that individual person as well. I talked with Chad from the For the Fallen Dreams, and he remembers two interactions that he had, one with Papa Roach and one with Poison the Well, and those positive interactions where the bands actually took the time to just acknowledge who he was and just be a genuine person to him, let him down the path to music. From your standpoint, you're creating those moments potentially too for people that are really connected with your music. When you're hanging out with them after the show, when you're able to you know hang out with the merchant, just create you know some of those conversations, that's stuff that people take with them potentially for the rest of their lives if your music impacts them that much. And when you're responding to the negative comments, you know, having fun with them, you're creating more of that, you know, creating more of that fun mood to it. And you're creating an interaction where people can go through and look at and be like, okay, now they get your personality as well. But I've also seen this happen as well, where negative interactions, especially for from comments, whether it's on, you know, any social media platform, YouTube, whatever, that's an opportunity to turn that interaction into a positive. Someone doesn't like your music that, you know, that's fine. Not everyone's going to like okay. your music, but if you can, you know, you know, it's like, okay, well, why didn't you like it? Okay, now they have to respond. If they come out and respond with, oh, because it just sucks. Okay, now you just kind of respond and respond. But if they give you a genuine, like, reason to take a look at it, you can respond to that and build a camaraderie off of that. And, yeah, maybe that person didn't like that song, but maybe you just gained a fan there from actually taking the time to talk to that person and actually, like, hear them out instead of just brushing them off. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll ask a question. I'll be like, hey, if you heard this, would you keep listening to this song? And the person will respond, no. And I'll be like, Thanks for stopping by. Why? Or, or you know, hey, I it, I ask. It's not everyone's cup of tea. I fully understand that. I hope you have a great day. And they'll respond. I hope you have a great day too. Just gave you a sub because you're being a human being. You know, shit like you're you're exactly right. I mean, sometimes that does happen. You can most of the people that are commenting negatively on musician stuff though are most of the time trolls. I mean, like let's face it, they're like dudes that have three followers, no profile picture no videos you know they're all those are the guys that are always seem to be coming on and trash and you know trash and artists i just don't get that you know i don't get that either and it might be kind of the same thing of you know misery loves company maybe where they're just not necessarily happy with the lives that they're leading and they're just kind of projecting that at times we've seen that happen all across time we've seen that happen especially when we were kids with with potential bullying situations i experienced that myself so i totally can understand where that's coming from but also you know if you respond to it and you ask like, Hey, you know, thanks for stopping by. I hope you have a great day. But why, like, you know, why'd you think that? And they respond with another troll comment already. Now, you know, you're still having that genuine interaction as a human being. They're coming back with a different energy, but the perception of that, especially from people are seeing where you're genuinely coming from, seeing their genuine intentions. And it looks much better on your end because you're presenting yourself in an honest way and actually taking time to care about that person rather than just, you know, posting a trolling comment and then moving on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of that. I think uh, I've, I've I've noticed it when I drop new stuff. 
um, people start talking again, people start chirping and, and making comments and making passive aggressive comments and stuff like that, but they never, never want to address me directly or anything like that. And like, that's kind of what I wrote sinking further about. Uh, quite frankly, I was, I was sick of it. And I had people that were in my personal life that were projecting on me because they were miserable and I was letting them do it. And I finally got sick of it and I finally saw it for what it was. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to change this. Uh, and then once I changed it, I started feeling better and I'm significantly happier and all that kind of stuff. But that's that's what that song is pretty much about. It's like you're in denial that the reason you're shitty to people is because you're unhappy with yourself. Um, and I've been that guy, too, because I've been shitty to people, too. And I'm like, man, all my stuff is bleeding onto the people around mm -hmm. me that I care about. I got to fix my shit. You got to own your stuff and realize, like, you're not perfect, dude. You got to fix it. That is something I absolutely have to applaud you for too, because not everyone's going to be perfect yourself. You're not going to be perfect as no, well. Have I been, close. have at times, have I been, have I been shitty? Have I been, you know, maybe projected negative things onto people? Yeah, I'm human. It, it's happened. And I can take a look at that and understand that. And we were talking about sinking further as well, because I always go through a, at least one song, especially being your newest one. I went through the whole entire thing. I've got a leather screen over here with a Microsoft Word document, three pages of notes on that bad boy. And the first thing when it comes to a song is I always try and figure out the meaning. And what you said about it, I kind of just smiled because it really, really matched up to where I was thinking about the song, because I thought it was about, you know, we're more passionate about something and we're willing to go all in on it based on, you know, what we see as our happiness. This is what we want to go after. There are always going to be people that are not happy with it. That's because those people you say that they will say like, you know, you can't do it and try and cut you down in any chance they can. It could be for a variety of reasons. It could be for jealousy. It could be that misery loves company. It's because maybe they have an idea for you that they want you to fit into and you're not fitting in that idea. And honestly, it could be really anything. And it is that time where we have the choice. We can either give into that and kind of sink back further into what they want us to do and sink back further into that negative space. Or we can sink further into our passion and fly higher later on in life. We actually have that choice. It all depends upon which one you want to take or not. That's that's pretty much exactly exactly where I was coming from with it. And it was basically me talking to someone like every time you speak ill like that, every time you project that negative shit that's inside you, man, you're just digging yourself a deeper hole. Uh, and, and it's not that I'm this enlightened person or this super, you know, super Nirvana type guy, because I'm not, you know, I have my problems. I, I definitely have my bad days. I definitely have my days where I'm not proud of how I behave, what I say, what I do. Um, but I'm also uh, I, I try to fix it and I'm constantly trying to I'm trying to get better at it. And I think some people aren't because it seems to be easier for them. Um, but really, all they're doing is digging themselves a deeper hole. Like I said, it's just it's a very. It's a very, a very pro, a song that's really like a snapshot of what had, what had been going on in my life at that time. So that's, I mean, you're pretty much spot on with your with your thoughts on what it was about before we even talked. <laughs> before we even talk, I knew exactly where you're coming from with that song. So I got to give good. you, yeah. But <laughs> it kind of goes to the same thing where I mean, I'm absolutely astounded by what you're saying too, just because is I think even in today's day and age as well, it's, there's a lot of times where, you know, people, you know, they're, they, they're just not communicating as well. They're having certain issues or maybe they're projecting certain things on people. But a lot of times people don't want to actually take a look in the mirror and understand how their actions are affecting others or affecting themselves as well. Because there's always that classic saying that we were, you know, we probably heard in grade school, middle school, high school, whatever it was, was it thoughts becomes words, words become actions, actions becomes habits, habits becomes character, character becomes destiny. And if you're continuing on that path and you're not actively trying to change it because it's because, you know, we're creatures of habit as humans, or it's just easier not to change it and just say, well, this is who I am. You have to accept it one way or the other. You're not actually growing and you're continuing to chop others down around you with that negative energy because we all are, we all are victims of that. And we're all, you know, you know, I would say villains of that as well, because we all have done that in the past. But what you're saying is you're taking a look at it and you're constantly admitting that you're not perfect. You know that you're human and you're constantly trying to get better at that point to, you know, maybe you, so you're not the one that's having the negative energy, bringing other people on. You're not that, you know, having those bully characteristics that are bringing other people down, focusing on yourself, but also creating those interactions and creating those relationships where it's more of a positive thing where you're uplifting everyone because a rising tide raises all ships. That is something that is astounding. And Honestly, it really needs to be talked about and people really need to focus on. Be and that's anybody, whether you think you're perfect or not, whether you're the best person in the world or the worst, 
Take a look in the mirror and see yourself and see how you're dragging people down, maybe with your thoughts, maybe with your interactions, maybe with your energy, because we're not all perfect, but we all can get better. Yeah, there's and, and there's a lot of people out there that I don't think they work on it either because they're maybe not emotionally aware enough to understand it because they've been led to believe their whole life that you don't have to take anything from anybody. Nobody cares what you think. Keep your keep your thoughts to yourself. Keep this down. Put your head down. Keep working. Keep grinding. Blah, 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 blah. Well, finally, you realize that when you get to a certain age, you're like, well, that's a lot of bullshit because me shoving it all down and me avoiding dealing with these problems has created a huge snowball effect of me having more problems that are related to the. So you start digging into it and you start peeling back layers of the onions of all your traumas and all the things that have happened to you over the period of time. And you're like, man, I've got a lot of unfucking to do here. <laughs> and you and you just start chopping wood. And I, and I don't think a lot of people do that because it's hard. Mm -hmm. um, you have, you have to be really honest with yourself. You have to be like, man, I've been, you know, I know I've been getting stuff done, but I've been kind of fuck up these last couple of months or, or years or whatever it might be. And, and it's like, I gotta, I gotta, this has to get better. This has to be fixed. And it's not easy to do. It's not easy admitting to the people around you. It's not easy, you know, swallowing your pride. It's not easy to apologize. It's not easy to forgive. None of that stuff is easy, but I, I think if you learn to do those things and you're more gracious and more humble trying to do those things on a daily basis, like you're going to end up being a better person and you're probably going to end up living longer because you're not carrying around that burden with you all the time because that shit gets real heavy real fast. And honestly, I think when people, one of the biggest reasons why I would think people are kind of hesitant to do that, especially because when that you have to start out with that. The first person you have to take a look at and really audit in a way with that is yourself. Yeah. And people don't want it because those moments when you realize, you know, you messed up here, you weren't the best person in this situation, you have made mistakes here for however many days, months, even years. It is something where you feel terrible about it. You feel disappointed in yourself. You get this like sinking feeling in your stomach to where yeah. you feel like you've wasted so much time. And I get it, you know, you always, you don't want to look back in the past and say, oh, I wish I could have done things differently because yes, the best time to, you know, make those changes in the behavior and make those changes in those actions would have been, you know, at that time. But the second best time to make those changes is right now, because now is the time you can actually affect it. And yeah. it's hard to do that because at that same point in time, in order to continue to move forward, to accept what you've done and accept ways to, you know, understand you're not the best and can get better at it and can start to make those changes, make those positive impacts in relationships around you is you have to forgive yourself because yeah. if you're carrying that burden around and you haven't forgiven yourself, it's just going to drag you down further and further and further. And you're not going to get anywhere and you're going to continue to sink further into, you know, this negative space. I am guilty of that as well. Cause I, there was a period of time where I just was manically depressed. I couldn't forgive myself for something. And really it was something that I probably should give, forgive myself for months, months earlier. But yeah. when I finally did, and I finally was able to move forward with it and finally got to try and do something else, it led to me literally being here talking to you on a, on this podcast. So yeah, I, it's yeah, and stuff I'm like that that happens. It, it takes like, it's like anything else. It's like exercising a muscle, you know, it takes practice. I'm sitting down, learning a guitar riff, getting better at lifting weights, getting better at a martial art, getting better at singing, getting better. It takes practice and it takes work. And like, I, I'm, I diligently practice on like, okay, dude, you fucked up yesterday. Not a great day for you. You can dwell on it all day today, or you can be better today. You can go, you know, let's go to the gym today. Let's get a couple glasses of water in us today. Let's, you know, let's make a couple healthier lifestyle decisions today. And one by one, you start developing those habits and things like that. And it's like, I'm slowly starting to learn like, hey, allow yourself some grace, dude. You're a human being. You can you can fuck up. It's OK. Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop putting pressure on your so much pressure on yourself. But also there's a balance there, because when you put that kind of pressure on yourself, you you also force yourself to work hard and you force mm -hmm. yourself to be diligent and stay, you know, it's like stay true to yourself and stay continuing building those habits so you're you know so you can build character at the same time it's a constant battle too to find that balance between 
forgiving yourself and trying to make those changes and putting that pressure on yourself to continue to work harder towards your goals and get to where you want to go in life for the sake of your own person, for the sake of what you would call success, which I always say is, you know, success is equal to happiness because everyone's version of success is completely and utterly different. Whatever oh, makes yeah. them happy. Cause I, what makes me happy versus what makes one of my good friends, Jimmy happy, two completely different things. He's married. He's got a great job that he likes and him and his wife are trying to have their first kid. What was that something I want to do? No. Is he happy doing it? Yep. Is he a success in those eyes? Absolutely. He is. But it does have that balance there, and we're constantly trying to fight that balance and find that balance because sometimes we tilt more one way, sometimes we tilt more the other way. But the more we continue to work on it, the better we get at finding that balance. And we don't understand that until we start going through it and start trying it and get it through experience. This is something that you have to learn through experience. You can't just learn it through theory. You have to go through it because finding that balance for yourself is completed than than finding that balance for someone else. You and me finding that balance for ourselves are probably on two complete different wavelengths, but when we both find that balance, ooh, where are we flying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've I, recently made a lot of changes, like some drastic, drastic life changes because I started looking at it and I'm like, am I successful? Yes. Am I making a good living? Yes. Uh, is my family taken care of? Yes. Uh, can I, you know, go forward to record us tune whenever we want to? Yes. Am I happy? No. What are my lifestyle habits? Are they healthy? No. What are you doing? You're coping. You're taking this, you're drinking that, you're doing too much of this or that. You know, you're getting up and knocking knocking it out of the park at work, but at the same time, you're not a happy person and it's bringing you down. And like, so I finally took a look at it through therapy, through everything. And I was like, I need to clean up. I need to clean this shit up. And I did. And slowly but surely over the course of a, of a couple of years, finally got stuff turned around had a huge breakthrough today where I'm on my way to owning my own business, working for myself, you know, all kinds of, you know, just huge things that I, but I've, 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 I've been grinding. I've been chopping wood, working on myself. Cause I'm like, I know that I cannot be the dad I want to be to my kids. If I'm freaking pissed off every single night when I get home, I know that I can't be the husband that I'm supposed to do to be because I'm pissed off or I'm having too much to drink or whatever it is. It's like, I owe it to them and I owe it to myself to be happy because that's what we're all here to be. We're all here to be happy. We're all here to, to pursue the life that we want. And it's like, I, I finally figured that out and it's completely changed my life. And this is with all, like, this is with all within like the last, you know, couple months that I've really been making like huge moves. And I just tested for some licenses and stuff today and passed. And it's like, I'm on my way, baby. I'm going to, I'm going to get my own happiness. I'm going to make my own. And, and, and it's like this super invigorating feeling because it's mine. I did it. No one can take it away from me. No having people. I don't care what anyone says. Like this is my version of what, what's going to make me happy. And, you know, you can have your version and you can have your version and we can all have our versions and we can all coexist together being happy and not shitting on each other's happiness, you know, like, so that's what I'm trying to do. It's like, uh, it's been a long process, but just really pouring into that has has changed my life like in so many ways it's crazy the thing that just took me aback during that is you're listening through all the things like you know you can do this your family has everything they can possibly want they have the safety they have the comfort of a roof over their heads you're able to provide for them and you put in all these different things that you know can i do this yes 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 but am i happy and when you said no it's like oh my lord because what 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 else could be there and now you're describing it and putting in those changes now you're on your way to owning your own business you're able to do the thing that you want to do and on top of that you're making those lifestyle choices to become a better father become a better husband and i can tell you because i I remember being a kid as well when you know with my dad it was my dad never really made any like those like had those like bad different like lifestyle habits it was just he always worked second shift that was just what he did so when i was in school i saw him maybe one and a half days out of the week yeah. Maybe. But the thing that it's like, yeah, that's not a lot of time. But the life, the choices that he made for those during those one and a half days where I was able to see him, it was he spent the most amount of time that he could with me and my brother. He spent the most amount of time that he could making sure that, you know, we were supported, that he was at whatever we he needed to be at to be there to support us, be the best father that he could, be the best husband he could to my mom. And it's something where I look back and it's like, you know, it would still have been nice to have more time with my dad, but the time that I had with him, 
is something that I still cherish because of how impactful it was because he was with the time that he was able to have, he gave it to us. So with you being able to focus in on that and using that as your motivation, I mean, that just sends my mind into something of like, this is something that is absolutely profound, absolutely incredible that you were looking at it in this light, because when your kids get older, that's what they're going to remember. They're going to remember you putting the time and effort into being there for them. And that's something yeah. that you can never, ever, ever, you know, get back when it's gone. And, it, and it's like, it's, it's for them, but it's for me too. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, the first, the thing that when it really hit me is I left a job where I had, you know, a pretty long, pretty long commute, lots of hours. It was a pretty high stress job. And, uh, the first day after I had, after I'd walked from that job and, and just made my decision, I took the mic. I'd never see my boys in the morning ever. I have twin boys that are six year old, six years old, and I never see them in the morning. And like the first day I saw them in the morning and I had coffee and I was just sitting there with them in the morning watching cartoons. And then I took them to the bus stop and got to give them both a kiss and tell them I love them before they got on the bus. Like that was like, that made me feel so amazing. And I'm, I'm sure they're probably embarrassed. Dad's going to kiss me at the bus stop in front of my friends, but like, you're never going to get away from me doing that. But like, I, I just, I was just so happy to be there and I'm like, okay, this change is already yielding positive results. Even though there's some scary stuff going on right now, there's some uncertainty, all of that. The fact that my boys know that I was there at the bus stop this morning, like that, that means a lot to me. That fills my heart. You can't put a price on that. You can't pay me enough money to miss out on that. Like there's just stuff like that in life where the value is it's not monetary value. And those are the things that are really important. And that's like what I want to pour my energy into, you know, and and now that I've got that focus, it just changes everything. It's like, does it contribute to this, 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 or this, my priorities? No, then I don't want to do it. Is it helping my family? Is it helping my career? Is it helping my music? Is it helping my fitness? You know, those are the things that are important to me. No, 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 no. Okay. And I try not to do them. You know, I, I celebrate, I have a good time like everybody else, but for the most part, like, you know, I, I try to stay on the straight and narrow these days and stay focused on the things that are really important to me. And when you do that, it's almost easy because (laughs) there's no gray area when you're making decisions, you know, does, does that extra piece of pizza benefit me in a, (laughs) no, it doesn't, don't eat it. (laughs) And I don't always succeed at that, but you know, like it's just, it, the clarity and the and the having the free time and having the like hey I can I can take him to this tonight hey I'll be there at this hey why don't you take the day off hey you know whatever I can take care of stuff at the house today and just being able to do that just being able to help it's like man that makes me feel like I'm contributing to my household as a father as a husband as a provider all of that and it's like that that makes me feel good. And I can spend more time on the things I love too. I can train jujitsu. I can play music. I can do the things that I really like to do. And it's just, ah, this is what I should be doing. You know, to get there is really, really rewarding and really refreshing for me. It's like a new life. It's the process of getting there is definitely going to be a, is a tough process for anybody because it requires you again, taking a look in you're taking a look at yourself, trying to figure out what actually makes you happy. And when you finally figure it out and take a look at the habits that you're are employing at the current moment or where you are in your life at the current moment, whether it's in whatever job you have, whatever position you are in life, and if you're not in that happiness point, it's just at times it's you know deflating. And it can be tough to break from that because maybe you have to break out of your comfort zone. Maybe you have to break out of, you know, we're, we're not going to have, you know, maybe the most amount of money for the next couple of months if we do this, but the long-term investment in it is going to be a lot better because then, you're able to spend more time with the family, be able to spend more time with the kids, doing the things that you love and bringing that positive energy to your family, to your friends, to everyone else around you, to your music. And even if you're talking about maybe some of the deeper topics as well, maybe some more emotional topics, maybe some more devastating topics, if you're able to have you know maybe more of that positive energy around you, maybe you're able to sink further into some of these things. Hey, look at me yeah. using the song title. <laughs> Woohoo! But you're able to sink further into these because you have the comfortability to actually explore these instead of constantly worrying about, you know, oh, I have to do this for work. Oh, I have to, you know, I have to, you know, make sure this gets done. And you're worried about, you know, maybe not be able to spend time with your kid. They might be able to spend time with your wife. Maybe not be able to actually, you know, be as fully invested into what you're doing because your mind is so many other different places. But the one thing I do want to say is when you said, you know, you got the first day after that, 
you walked out of that job. You got to spend time with your with your twin sons watching cartoons and got to walk in the bus stop and yeah, kiss him, tell him you love him, probably embarrass him as they're walking on the bus. <laughs> they might be embarrassed now, but give them like maybe get when they're 20, 21 years old, they might be looking back at that moment and that might be one of the core memories that they have for right. their life because I, I still remember stuff that my dad did when I was like five, six years old where it's, you know, kind of is like ridiculous, stupid, maybe borderline embarrassing as all hell. But those are some of the most positive memories I have or just the time where, you know, he was a he he took the time. Hell, there was one time he took the time off work. My senior year of high school, so I played soccer. Just he would take like two or three hours off of work just to try and come and see some of the games. And the only time I scored a goal in high school was a game that he was at. So it was just like. This was so cool. It like made me extremely happy because he was there. Like that was the key. Was like he was there. It's yeah, something like, that you never price, forget. Dude, put a price on that. You know, like you like, can't like, assess a value on that. There's there really isn't. And it's like the connections you make playing music. Uh, you know, playing shows, meeting people. You know, reaching, mm-hmm. having people reaching out to you, telling you that something you wrote meant something mm-hmm. to them or something like that. It's like, man, you guys aren't getting paid much for streaming. I'm like, dude, but I'm hella rich and fucking new friends and people that are, that are in our that are in our community and i'm playing music with people that are truly passionate about it like me and they uplift me up and they challenge me and the people that support our music when they don't know that sometimes the comments that they make are literally the only thing keeping us going sometimes because it sucks sometimes and it's mm-hmm. hard and it's a lot of work and it's it doesn't pay a lot and it's sometimes you're like Man, I, it would be so much easier if I just mailed it in, if I just folded it up, just decided to just go to work, be a dad, be a, you know, be a husband and just worry about that. Try to get my black belt. I'm going to take off from music. I, it's crossed my mind. But people, people bring me back. And, and eventually I know that if I did quit, I would be super unhappy. I'd be sitting there going, man, I wish I was doing some music stuff. So I, I don't know. It's just a, it, it, it's a, it's a process of like, you cannot put, you just can't put monetary value on those types of relationships. You just can't. And, and it's like, you're going to make it. I'm like, how do you know that I haven't already made it? You know, you, what's your definition of making it? Do I have to be on my own jet flying around the world, playing world tours? And, or can I get a, can I get a cool gig in Kansas city every once in a while and meet a hundred new awesome people and slowly, but surely just like build a base and build a community. Like to me, I'm good with that. I'm having fun doing it right now. I'm like, I'm grateful every time I get to be on stage. I'm grateful every time I get to be in the studio. I'm grateful every time I get to shoot a video. I'm grateful every time someone buys a shirt, you know, anything like that. And so I'm like, nothing about that is making me not want to do this. You know, like I, what's your, I I may not be making it in your definition, but for mine, I'm cool with it. It's good. It's good so far. I want to take it as far as I can, obviously, but I'm also happy doing what I'm doing. So it's like, why would I stop? I'm not going to, I'm not, are you going to put up more music? Yeah. If I can afford it, I'm going to keep putting it out. And that, and that's just how we all kind of think about it. So it works pretty well. Again, it kind of goes back to the fact where, of course, you know, when it comes to being a band that's, you know, up and coming on the rise, you're not at that point where you're just touring consistently. Of course, there's going to be a lot of struggles. Like every band goes through that because no band just starts out and becomes Meta- and like is at Metallica's level. No, no band ever just comes out. Okay, here's our first song. Boom! Now we're Metallica. It doesn't happen like that. No. Maybe you have to slug it out. You know, through those small shows where only two or three people might show up, or consistently playing venues. You know, okay, you know, you got a hundred people show up here, hundred people show up there. Yeah, it, it can be a slog. But what you said about it, where it you have those moments where, oh man, you know, maybe some things would be easier if I'd stop. But if you would stop, then you would take a massive hit on your happiness and you wouldn't be as like the parent that you want to be, the husband you want to be, the person you want to be. I think about that as well with the podcast because at times I'm like, you know, I've been working at this thing for all like four and a half, almost five years at this point. It's, and it's not to where I want it to be. And it's tough. And it's like, you know, I've had those thoughts cross my mind too, where I, you know, maybe if I stopped doing it, maybe I wouldn't have, maybe have some more money, have some more time to do other things. But I always think about what I felt like I was doing before this. And it was go to work, go to the gym, come home, eat. And then I would lay in bed and watch like Netflix for like three hours. And then I go to sleep and do the whole thing over again. That That block of time. I remember what it was like during that block of time. I was unhappy as all hell because I, there was, I was doing nothing. There was no positive, like any positive, positiveness coming through me. I was not happy. 
And yeah, there's times where I guess you doing the podcast. It's tough. It's a massive slog. But doing stuff like this, I'm like, what would I rather be doing? Sitting down, watching Netflix, just kind of withering away or doing something like this. Yeah. Mind always comes back. So I'm like, you know what? This energy is too good. This is what actually, this is what's making me happy. This is what's making me put that positivity out in the world, be a better person towards, you know, people I know, towards my friends, towards people that listen to this podcast, towards my family. It's it's something that has to be done because it's for, it's, it's for my happiness and also to radiate that happiness out towards other people as well. Yeah. It's the same thing for me. It's, it's, I mean, it's, I think before I was using it as a vehicle to like deal with a lot of mental problems and mental health issues that I was, that went unaddressed. So like my, my solo acoustic career is how I kind of started out with this project and it's kind of morphed into a band. But when I was first starting out, man, I was rough in a rough spot. I was writing really depressing shit at that time. You know, all the stuff I write is fairly depressing, but the it was like I was doing it to get it out of my system and like trying to use that as catharsis and being like, okay, if I just write these depressing songs and play them some, I'll feel better. And it's like, nah, bro, that's not how this, that's not how this works. But now, like, I'm stoked for rehearsal. I'm doing it because I love it. I I, I don't ever draw like, oh god, we gotta rehearse tonight. It's never like that. It's never like, oh, we gotta go to Salina and play a show tonight. I'm never like, I'm like. Salina, baby, let's go. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't care if ten people show up or ten thousand. It's like we're gonna go throw down. We're gonna go do what we do. And it's like you said, I, I'm, I'm a better person and I'm a happier person when I'm able to do it. So it's like, why, why would I stop doing that? And why would anyone around me that knows it makes me happy want me to stop doing it? Exactly. If if it, I mean, if it makes you happy and people know about that, they're gonna see that positivity and that positivity. If you constantly are bringing it. It's going to affect people in a positive way because there have been times where I've gone through like it's like that I've been, you know, the most positive person around there and my friends haven't been in a good spot. But just by, you know, spending time with them and bringing more of that positive energy, maybe it didn't get them fully out of that funk, but maybe it was a little bit of a push to kind of get towards a positive time or have a positive experience in a negative time frame. Or if I'm times where, you know, I'm struggling and all of a sudden I get a friend, it's like, hey, let's go to a show and whatnot. And even if I'm not as fully present show, I still appreciate it. And at times, all of a sudden, the band could be going on stage. Band could be absolutely ripping, and my mind is just not as fully into it. And then all of a sudden, my buddy comes in and just, you know, completely tries to obliterate me from the side in the pit. And all of a sudden, my mind just goes, "Oh, it's on." Yeah, yeah. I, I the, like the the thing for me is like we call jujitsu. I, I I train jujitsu, and I I do it fairly regularly. I used to do it all the time, but now it's like, you know, I probably roll twice a week or whatever, but we call it forced meditation. It's like you go into, you go into these activities. It's like the band thing is forced meditation too. When I go to rehearsal, I can't be off in La La Land when we're, when we're rehearsing songs and we're trying to nail stuff on the click and we're trying to get everything dial in our live performance. When I'm, when I got a guy trying to choke me unconscious, I'm not allowed to focus on anything else aside from trying to stop him, you know, from choking me unconscious. So like you have like this meditative state where you're only focused on one thing and you're able to completely throw out anything that's negative for that point. And I think whenever you give your body that kind of a, when you give your body that kind of a break, it just does positive things for you. And then slowly but surely you're like, Oh, I kind of like that feeling. Okay. I'm going to start doing more of this because it's taking my mind off of things that are dragging me down all the time. It's like pour your energy into positive things and you'll, you'll be a more positive person for sure. And that's one of the main reasons why I'm addicted to going to concerts and addicted to mosh pits because it's just the, for me, it's the most present time I can have for myself where I am just present in the moment. There's only two things I can think about. One is the music that's going on live and feeling that energy. And the second thing is, is what's going on in that pit? Because I got to be aware. Like I, I, I can't just oh, be yeah. in la la land and just be like, you know, oh, you know, I wonder what, you know, this person's thinking. And all of a sudden <laughs> just get smacked in the face. No, no, no. You can't have that. You have to have that forced meditation point. But it's something that is, it brings such as positive, you know, catharsis feeling to it. It's just like, oh my God, I come out of there. And I feel great. I went to go like a couple days before we recorded this. I was go see anti-flag and flogging Molly. And of course, you know, you get some Irish punk rock in there. The amount of pure happiness that was going on in that moment between not only myself, but the thousands of people that were at that venue, man. Oh, yeah. Just you ride that high for a couple of days at the very least. I'm still yeah, riding you, that high a little bit. I, I love it. I mean, you, I, I, I still I, 
I'm a fan first always, you know what I mean? I love yeah. going to concerts and just sitting there watching somebody, whether it's a solo artist or a full band or whatever it is, you're right. Like the, the presence of the moment, you know, put your phone in your pocket, stand there, feel the emotion of what's going on and what's coming out of there and realize where you are. And like somebody's speaking, somebody's communicating with you in like this subconscious language. And there's a lot of amazing shit going on here. So like, just, just be in the moment and try to enjoy it. And I, I, I'm trying to enjoy things a little bit more these days, which, which makes life significantly more pleasant. I'm finding. Oh, oh, absolutely. And I mean, kind of what you're saying too, I'm thinking about, you know, going to see you play live. You're talking about, you know, you write about some of those deeper, darker things, but you know, you're writing about them, but you know, maybe with that energy that you're putting out there, yeah. In a live setting, put the phone away, just, you know, be in the moment. Maybe it's somewhere I'm feeling some of those, you know, understanding those, you know, more, give me some more of the some more of those negative, you know, meaning to the song, but your the energy that's coming out there is in a positive way. So it's, yeah, we might have to go through some of these things, but when we get through them and when we work through them and we work to better ourselves because of them, we get to that other side and then we get to also exude that happiness to so many other people at the same time. Yeah. And you sit there and you're telling people, you know, whether, whatever the, the subject matter is of the song or, or however it goes, you're kind of communicating to them like, hey, you're not alone. You know, like the dark shit that you're feeling right now. Like I felt that stuff too. And it's like, we can all, we can all get out of this. We can all snap out of it. You know, that kind of thing. And and I, I really like that. Sometimes people will send me a message and be like, man, I've been so depressed and I've been listening to this song. And were you really depressed when you wrote that? And I'm like, yeah, dude. It's like, yeah. I was like on a very, very low. That was a very low point in my life. And and just to hear that, and they're like, man, I, that's my jam lately. Like, I, that, that shit's pulling me out of it. Just knowing that somebody else has been through it, I don't feel so alone. And you're like, again, one of those moments that's like, you just can't put a value on that. No, you can't put a value on that at all. And it's something like, you know, I, I, I think I saw this recently. It might have been one of like, it was like Instagram real YouTube short TikTok kind of things. But it was something about some guy going around asking people if they wanted, you know, if if what if they wanted ten million dollars, I was like, yeah, I want ten million dollars. Like, okay, let me ask you this with the stipulation: what if I said you I'd give you ten million dollars, but you wouldn't wake up tomorrow? And everyone's just like, oh no no no, I'm I would rather wake up tomorrow than have ten million dollars because there is such a you can't put a price on life and put a price on those experiences because it's just not possible. So when it's like you know you know, was you're depressed when you wrote this? Yeah, I was in a dark place when I wrote this and you're connecting with someone. You can't put a price on that because that connection could be the one of the most valuable things ever. It could be something that just gives that person a little bit of a brighter spot in their day. Or it could be you created that song and that's something that really speaks to them, helps them understand what they're going through a little bit more because now they're able to have that forced meditation time when they're fully present while listening to the song. And then that could be one of the catalysts to help them get past that point and get better. And that kind of interaction, that kind of just intense, you know, connection is something that you can't put a price on because who knows where that person is going to continue to go in a positive direction after that. And who knows where they might've gone had that not have happened. Yeah. Yeah. There's little things that it seems like sometimes things happen like right when they need to, like when you're at your lowest, somebody calls you that you haven't heard from in a long time. Or, you know, you're at lowest and you hear a song and you're like, oh my God, holy shit, I gotta snap out of this, you know, or, or whatever it is. It's like, you, you, it can happen when you never expect it, but those types of, to be able to create those types of moments, or at least have the opportunity to create those types of moments is like, dude, that's why I like to play music. It's fun. It's cool to try and do that. It's It's cool to try to write things that people are going to identify, like that are going to identify with, or you're going to be able to speak with them on a subconscious level through a song, whether they don't, whether they know what you were writing about specifically or not, they can apply what you said in the song to their situation. And it's like, it's just a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing method of communication with people. And it's just, it's one of the, it's one of the most biggest joys in my life is just playing and writing and, and having the opportunity to listen and play music. It's fucking awesome, man. Oh, it was absolutely one of the biggest connections in life as well. And kind of just, you know, thinking about sinking further as well, thinking about kind of, you know, other people trying to bring you out that negativity and you just kind of, you know, pushing through it and, you know, fixing, like focusing on, you know, yourself, focusing on bringing that positivity. I'm going to think about as well with the podcast. It's like, I've got a lot of people that have supported me, but then I always think about, you know, there's, there's gotta be someone that's trying to, you know, potentially bring me down. And 
I kind of think about just during this conversation, I think I finally figured out who that person is. And it's my own self. Like there's times where I think about, I'm like, man, I could be doing, using the time doing this. I could be using the time doing that. I could be using my money doing this. What would I be doing if I did this? Maybe I'd be looking a different way. Yeah. It's, it's, I constantly have these other worries in there. I'm going to be adamant. I'm going to be admitting about it. You know, it's something that I'm human about. And as much as I love doing this and I know that this is what I want to do in life, this is for me, I still have those subconscious feelings because I feel like maybe I'm not doing it perfectly. Maybe I'm struggling a little bit here and it sucks. It, it sucks to think that and way. And you know but, what? If you're not, who, who cares, man? Because you're going to, you're doing it again today and you're going to learn and you're going to mm-hmm. do it again tomorrow and then you're going to learn. And you, 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 you constantly, like people are, it's like in jujitsu, they say you never, you, you never lose, you learn. You know, you either win or you learn. So mm-hmm. if you win a match, you know you won because you were better than the other guy. When you lose, you know exactly what happened. You know exactly what you need to work on. And you learn something about yourself. You learn a weakness that you need to work on. So it's like, I don't ever look at it as, I don't ever look, I don't ever look at it as taking L's, you know, like, mm. oh yeah, that didn't work out. That promotion technique didn't work out. Yeah, that show offer didn't work out too good. Oh, that conversation with that shady, shady ass manager didn't work out. Oh, that didn't work. But I'm learning every step of the way and it's like it's just making me more resilient and it's helping me it's helping me neg- it's helping me navigate things as i move forward because of those experiences and to experience it you have to do it so you're experiencing it you have to do it mm-hmm. like my advice to you would be pour pour into it like without that without that guilt without that like that little voice in your head saying oh what are people going to think if i keep doing this podcast oh people want me to do this oh people want me to do that oh I should be doing this with like, you love to do this, man, lean into it, you know? And I, I've done that with music over the last, like, I don't know, over the last year or so, like I finally just said, I'm fuck this. I'm sick of being halfway in. I'm going to start doing it. And I, ever since I've done that, man, I've gotten so much more out of it and it, and it's just helped me grow and bloom as an artist and as a person and everything. So, I mean, just pour everything you got into it. You obviously like to do it. You've been doing it for a long time. Like, don't do it for the results, do it for the journey, you know? And, and the journey has been absolutely incredible up to this point. And I love what you kept putting the whole jujitsu thing in there too, where when you win, you know why you won because you won. When you lose, you know why you lost. So you learn from it. And yeah, that's one of the ways I'm losing right now personally is because subconsciously I still have those moments and it does bring me out. I had those moments today when I was at my full-time job because I'm not making nearly enough money off of this. So I had those moments today and it wasn't the best, but you know, all of a sudden I come and do this and that positive irradiates it's, I got to figure out a way when those moments hit, how do I, you know, break those moments might, might be somewhere I get, look in the mirror, look and just intently stare at it and just be like, okay, (laughs) what are we doing right now? How can we learn from this and just go forward from there? Because man, man, this just got profound. (laughs) I know. I know. I, 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 I've just like, I don't know. I've been, I've been like spiritually awakened or something over the last couple of months where I like, I have people coming up to me and being like, dude, you look happy. What's going on? Like that, like the people that have known me for a long time that have even like, even my therapist the other day was like, you seem happy. Like I am happy. She's like, wow, that's been a while. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a fucking while. Like I, you know, I, I, I had some stuff that I had to work out though, but I'm so glad I did it, man. So it's like, anyone can do it. You just got to put your mind to it and you got to keep plugging. And like some days aren't the best. Some mm-hmm. days you're not going to be able to fight it off. Some days you're not going to, some days you are going to let yourself down. Some days you are going to fall back into those behaviors. Some days you are going to come off the rails, but like, okay, that was yesterday. Today's today. You have an opportunity to fix it today now. Now get back on track and get start working towards what you're doing. Like just don't let yourself spiral. You know, get back on the rails, keep working. Some days you're gonna have a down day, some days you're gonna feel sorry for yourself. That's okay. Let yourself feel sorry for yourself, let yourself doubt, and then get back to work. And then you're fine. You know, that that's yeah. that's always worked pretty well for me. Oh man, I, honestly, I'm just kind of even like thinking about this conversation and this conversation went away that I was not expecting it to go. Most of the conversations in this podcast go away where I'm not expecting them to go, but it's those conversations are the ones that are for me. And I think for everyone listening, the most impactful because we get a connection with the music. We get a connection with whoever, you know, we get with the artist, which is you in this case, but we get a connection even further within ourselves as well, because I'm thinking about this where. Oddly enough, this is the conversation, even for where kind of the week that I've been having, like the day I've had, 
this is the really enough the conversation I needed for myself. And I feel like there's a lot of people that will listen to this and be like, this is the conversation I needed for myself as well. So damn. So. I don't know what to say about so. that. It's, just, it's weird like that, isn't it? Like the sometimes the universe just throws you shit that you need. And I, like I I it happened to me a couple of times over the course of the last year or so. And I'm like, weird. When I make good choices, things fall into place. Like when I work, it's like that there's a song called uh, the harder you work, the luckier you get you know, that kind of thing. And, it, and it's just, it's been, it's been working for me lately. So it's like, I'm just going to keep rolling with this for as long as I can and just try to be grateful for every moment that I get. And, and, uh, you know, just, just try to do better all the time. And that's all you can do, man, be a better version of yourself than you were yesterday. That's all you can do every day. Absolutely. And I'm going to go forward and think about that. And also remember, you know, when you win, you win, when you lose, you learn. That's and I'm right. just going to take that with me. Well, Dusty, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I was like to do is give my guests, which is you in this case, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, Dusty, my friend, the floor is yours. Uh, Sinking Further is out now. It's been my best single so far. I'd love it if you went out and take a, look, uh, take a listen to it. It's our heaviest song yet. Uh, I think it's a, a big sign of where things are going for us. Uh, but most importantly, I would like to say thank you to the podcasters like yourself to the independent internet radio stations, um, to the independent playlists that I've been able to get on that have helped me and featured my music and helped me get the word out about my stuff, um, to the diehard people that have been sharing my stuff, making comments on all my stuff, you know, just really interacting with me and really investing in helping this project grow. Um, we feel it and we love it and we are extremely grateful and appreciative for that. So that's the biggest thing. I just wanted to say thank you to the to all the people that are supporting independent artists because you guys are literally the lifeblood of what we do. Well said, sir. Now it's time for me to end this podcast with three specific things. So first things first, when it comes to sinking further, when it comes to finding Dusty's music online, when it comes to connecting with him online as well, you're going to want to know about all of that. So the best place to go is the description of the podcast where it says find Dusty Grant online. There's going to be links for all the social medias where you can stream sinking further, where you can stream the rest of the music on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff, where you can find his website, where you can find merch, where you can find out where he's playing live, all that kind of stuff. All is going to be linked in the description of the podcast. There'll be links, labels, everything. I'm doing all the hard work, all the heavy lifting. All you have to do is click those links, follow your favorite one, subscribe to your favorite one, and take it from there. Now, Dusty, now it's time for number two. Whenever I have guests in the podcast, I enjoy them the podcast. I tend to make a certain promise as a way to say thank you and also to say, you know, this was a lot of fun. I'd love to have you back on and to support you anytime I can. So my promise to you is this. It's not an if. It's a when. When implies it's going to happen. We just don't know day or time yet. When I get to see you perform live for the first time, I will look for you. I will pursue you. I will find okay. you. And I'll make sure first round's on me. Okay. Sounds good to me. I will not, you will not have to fight me on that. Perfect. Well, Dusty, as we bring this podcast conclusion, I cannot end this by saying goodbye because I made you that promise. I want to continue to support you and the band any way I can. On top of that as well, man, I'd love to have you back on the podcast. This conversation was too good not to, you know, have another one of these sometime in the future. So I would love, I'd love to, to come do another on one anytime, man. Just hit me up. I'm I'm ready. I'd love to do this kind of stuff. So just let me know. Perfect. Well, now as we bring this podcast conclusion, I can't say goodbye. That's way too final. So I'm going to end it by saying this. I'll see you later. I'll see you soon, man. Well, well, folks, I've been interviewing with Dusty Grant, and now it is time for Kevin's final thought. And my God, that was easily one of the best conversations. That was usually probably the best conversation we've had this year. We had some great ones already this year with Archetypes Collide. You know, we had a great one with August Burns Red, uh, the one with Ro uh, Rosella Lucrezia, Happy Days, uh, my God, the Designer Disguise one. The one with Tom from Patient 67, the Catch Your Breath one, uh, Kingdom Collapse, Dead Lakes, the In Fear one to start out the year. We've had so, so many great podcast episodes. This one this year, this conversation is the one that I was, I was not sure we were going to go with this, but this was phenomenal. I mean, I'm a big proponent of thinking that success is equal to happiness because like I said, I got a buddy, his name's Jimmy. He, he's married right now. Him and his wife are trying to have their first baby. He's got a, he enjoys his life. He enjoys his job. And he's one of my best friends. And is his life for me? No. Is he happy with his life? Yes. Is he a success with his life? Uh, yeah, he is. I might just blow in your jump, but yeah, he is. So, I mean, I've got ideas that I want. Am I full success in my life right now? Am I fully happy? I'm getting there. I'm not going to lie. I'm getting there. I know a point where I'm going to be able to get there and say, yes, I've hit that point of success equals happiness is when I can be doing this 
podcast, everything around there full time. And I mean, it's still going to be working. It's still finding that balance between, you know, constantly pushing myself working hard and also, you know, taking a look at the things I'm not the best at, taking a look at the things that, you know, that I've neglected and, you know, being able to forgive myself for, but also work harder to make sure that I am putting out more positive energy into it, putting better time into it and make sure those interactions are more positive. But another thing that Dusty said that I'm, you know, is something that personally I'm taking with me is what he said about jujitsu. When it's not win or lose, it's win or learn. Because when we have those wins, especially in life, whether it's, you know, relationship, whether it's, you know, your job, whether it's just life in general, for me, whether it's the podcast, when we have those moments where we absolutely win, like when we had the Seal Panther interview with the stuff we did with Casey Cavalier from the Wonder Years, um, the August Burns Red interview, the uh, uh, Archetypes Collide one, a couple other things working on, you know, bringing out the first t-shirts at the end of April. I mean, those are wins. Those are wins. But we've taken some losses this year too, and we've recognized on those losses. We've recognized, you know, the stream, like we had a lot of those like streams that were, you know, hitting really good and on the audio side at the end. And throughout 2022, and it was fantastic. But then we stopped, you know, doing some of the things for the uh, promotion of it and want to see how many of those user retentions were there. It was none. It was basically none. We saw how much money we were down on this. And it really, you know, it, it really took a toll. But we took a look at those losses and, you know, we're learning from them. We, we've put different energy into different things. We put energy into different content and we're going from there. And it's that kind of positivity and that kind of happiness, which is really, really, really bringing me something I would say a much more positive note and I'm really happy about it. Not going to lie. So this is something where I, that's the key for this episode. It's not win or lose. It's win or learn. So take that with you guys. Take this whole conversation with you. Watch it again. Listen to it again. Win or learn. So when it comes to, you know, make sure you follow Dusty online. Again, go to the description of the podcast, all the links and labels for everything from social media, YouTube, where you can find him online in terms of website, where you can buy some merch, where you can find out where these where he's going to be playing. And also where you can stream all the music as well is down there as well. So go and like and, you know, pick your favorite ones. Follow along with your favorite ones, subscribe to your favorite ones, and enjoy. Also, when it comes to the Core Progression Podcast, you know, go down in the description of the podcast where it says follow us on social media. All of our links are there, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for your viewing pleasure. We post a lot of different short content on there, a lot of different, you know, preview content on there as well. We also do Instagram live streams Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Central. Otherwise, if we have to change it, we'll tell you on the uh, on the Instagram app. So just you can connect with us on so many different places there. So go and do that. Pick your favorite one. I always suggest Instagram, but... You can pick whichever one you want. We're always there. Also, make sure you're subscribing to this podcast. So if you're on YouTube right now and you're not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. If you already hit that subscribe button, thank you. If you're listening on Spotify, Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon, wherever else you might be listening to, hit that subscribe button. It helps us out. It really helps us continue to do this and bring you some more of these great conversations and great artists as well. If you already subscribed, again, thank you. If you're like, I do not want to subscribe, thank you for the episode, though. Thanks for stopping by. Honestly, thank you for stopping by. I, you're always looking back in the future. Trust me, that's what we're here for. And love to see you back again. Also, want to thank Phoenix Fitness for sponsoring this podcast. Remember, 20% off. Just go to CPP20 at FNXFit.com. Do get the mosh pit fit. Yeah. Thank you, Phoenix. Thank you once again, Dusty. This one was incredible. Thank you, Mr. Joe Alfano, for helping us out with this one. Uh, before I do go, though, I do want to give one more shout out to Mr. Joe Alfano because Joe is one hell of a guy. He's brought us some incredible bands. Um, he's helped out King Class, but he's brought us bands like Another Day Dawns, um, As Strange as Angels. I'm trying to think of something above Snakes. He's brought us, and I know there's a bunch other in there too. But on the top of my head, I am just not really on the money right now with some of those. You know, I'm kind of trying to riff right now. But Joe actually has launched something, and let me f- pull it up real quick. Um, if my computer is not going to be a butt. So one sec, one sec, one sec. Here we go. Um, it's called Riff Media Group. So go online, search up riffmediagroup.com. If you're a band, go and check it out because Riff Media Group comprises a group of hardcore rock and metal fans, first and promotional pioneers, second. They're a social media marketing and promotion agency that provides street team building support for bands launching new tracks and albums. And they, they, they're just absolutely fantastic. I got to give credit to Joe. Some of their current artists they're working with, Kingdom Collapse, of course. And you know I love Kingdom Collapse. We love Kingdom Collapse on this podcast. Seventh Day Slumber, Gears, Shallow Side, Outlier. You know I'm a big fan of Outlier. You know I love Joey Arena. I love bringing Joey on the podcast. One of my favorite people I've ever had on the podcast of all time. And also, you know, Kingdom Collapse, too. Um, Above Snakes, I love having Johnny and Dax on the podcast. Sleep Signals, we've had Sleep Signals on the podcast before as well. So go and give Riff Media Group a, ch- uh, a look 
and also at the exact same time um if you're a new band and you're trying to get some help on social media go and talk to them they i mean again look at what they've done with king collapse it's a great example their website will be in the description of the podcast as well and on that note thank you for uh, oh, nope i messed it up and on that note that's good for me guys thank you for listening to the chord progression podcast my name is kevin and you guys know how i end every single one of so the big healthy and hearty see y'all